Welcome to the Weight Loss Podcast, where we offer solutions to the obstacles you face when it comes to achieving your health and fitness goals. As a married couple who's lost a combined weight of 100 kilograms and 11 clothes sizes, our raw, real, and relatable stories will show you the path you must walk to achieve, and more importantly, maintain the results you know you can reach, because we know it works. So get ready to share the success and show the results with your hosts, Matt and Courtney. Hello and welcome back to the Weight Loss Podcast. My name is Courtney and opposite me, as always, is Matt. Hello, Matt. Hello, Courtney. (laughs) Welcome. Thank you very much. I appreciate uh, being (laughs) offered a uh, guest opportunity on the show. I've loved what you guys have been doing for a couple of years now. Excellent. Welcome. Thank you very much. Happy to have you. So today, I'm actually really excited about this topic. Season two, colon... Season, season two, two yes. continues. Yes, we should mention that this is season two. The official season two. Of our podcast for 2019. Yeah. And not season two ever. Kind of it is though. Yeah, well that's true, but not season two of the sh- like the show ever. You know what, let's just not go down that path, it's confusing. <laughs> yes. So today's episode is all about quitting. And failure. Yeah, we're going to have a very melancholy discussion. No, I actually think it's going to be uplifting. I was being sarcastic. Oh, okay. (laughs) I didn't pick that up, obviously. So, yes. We have spoken about quitting and failure and what it is in the past. Um, I might say ad nauseum. We've spoken about it several times. With more to come, no doubt. Probably, yes. Probably, so this episode and this chat today is going to be slightly different because, we, yes, we will just touch back on some points about failure and some points about quitting and that sort of thing. But I think the, the, the bigger question here that we want to explore is what is beyond that? Yes. Can I, can I just put out my interpretation of this and see yes. if I'm on the, on the right track as the guest... Yeah, of the as episode. the guest to the show, yeah. All right, so step one is we need to have a bit of a chat just to reiterate what we view as failure, especially in contrast to what you listening probably view as failure and have viewed as failure in the past. Yes. Because that's then going to set up the discussion of what happens when you actually have failed as per what we believe to be the correct definition of failure. Yes, what happens then? Yeah. Life's over, mate. Yeah. You're done. Well, that's that. That's really what we're going to explore, which I really am excited about because it's taking it just a little bit deeper and a little bit more information for people to get their heads around. So and it just gives us a chance to talk more shit. Pretty much. So. <laughs> Let's hit it. So we'll start off with, well, we may start? as well start right at the start, which is. What is failure? Yeah. All right. Let's let's have there's two there's two camps here. Yes. There's the camp of ninety nine percent of people and how they view failure, and then there's Matt and Courtney and the correct way to view this. The correct way. Yeah, that's our podcast. Of course, we're correct. Yes. Not all the time. Just about this stuff. Okay. Now, stop me if this sounds familiar. Actually, you can't because we're recording and you're not here. However. The average person will view failure in conjunction with struggle, 
and making a mistake. Now, here's an example, right? You've got, you've been given your great gym program. You've got some meal plan that you've been told to follow. We'll get to that this season. And all of a sudden, you have a bit of a day where things go wrong. You might have missed a gym session. You might have got one of your meals wrong. Fuck. I've failed. This whole thing's shit. I've fucked it up. It's over. And what's the common reaction? You write the whole day off? You write the whole week off? Ah, oh, let's come back to it tomorrow. Ah, oh, I'll come back to it next week. Ah, oh, it's October. I'll come back in January. How often do we see people, rhetorical question because we see it all the fucking time, how often do we see people, they'll have a mistake, they'll have a struggle, but they'll view that struggle as a failure. It can be even, and I've seen it even with people that Courtney and I have worked with, you're learning exercises in the gym. Let's use a real easy example. Okay, um, a squat, barbell squat, common exercise, you know, but it's hard to do correctly. Mm. And some people might take months, if not years, to get to the stage where they can execute a barbell squat like textbook. Mm. Some people can't, full stop. They then view that as failure. I'm struggling to get better at this exercise. I'm failing. Or I'm not improving as fast as I think I should be. Thus, I'm failing. Is it really failure though? No. Well, we know it's not, but why? Well, this is where your other camp, <laughs> your, your other um, bucket, as you as you will, that comes into it, which is Matt and Courtney's definition of failure. Well, let's let's start by then saying that is not failure if you have a, if you make a mistake. No. If you get something wrong, as humans are very good at doing, we're very good at getting things wrong. And, where sorry. that worked. <laughs> and we're no example, or we're no um, exception to that, I'm sorry. We are masters of fucking things up. I constantly prefer to, refer to myself as a professional fuck-up. I make mistakes and get better from them. But if you have a mistake, if you have a struggle, you know what that is? That's normal, mate. Yes. <laughs> that's normal. That's, yes. that's, that's, that's how it goes when you play the game. Yeah, well, I, I think basically what you were saying before was us as humans make mistakes. We're built that way. And we're always going to make mistakes and we're always going to make more than one. There's never In a human cases, that can say, oh, I've just sense. made one mistake ever. Um, we're we're going to constantly make mistakes, uh, sometimes on a daily basis, sometimes on a weekly basis, but there's always going to be stuff that didn't quite go to plan or or that you made a mistake or you got the timing wrong or something like that. So shit happens. Shit happens. Yeah, that's correct. Constantly. <laughs> daily. I was only saying to Matt this morning that I made a, a slow cooker yesterday, a chicken and vegetable slow cooker, same thing I've made for a long time. Yes. Years I've been making this recipe and somehow I've stuffed it up. I don't know what I've done, but it tastes like shit. So I'm going to have to try to fix it. But you know what? Shit happens. So what you're saying is the response here is not 
to just stop cooking your own food forever because you failed and just go and eat shit from McDonald's? No. Oh. No. So it's try to oh. try to fix it, try to find out, okay, how can I make this taste better? I'll add it to something else. I'll make it into something else. Yeah. So it, there, there are ways that you can obviously get around mistakes, things like that. And you're right, Matt, we do it in terms of exercise, we do it in terms of food, we do it... There's a lot of things that we do this for. Every every aspect of your life, you make mistakes. Yes. yes. Why, why would this be any different? Yes. Why would weight loss and changing yourself for the better be any different? Correct. So the thing that... The saying that Matt and I have always said is that mistakes are not failure, quitting is failure. Sure is. So... When, when you say that, it's basically just to tell people that you're going to – exactly that <clears> – you're going to make tons of mistakes. Yeah. But if you keep learning from those mistakes and you keep going and you keep striving to be better, then those mistakes can't be classified as failure. They're, they're learning lessons and they're part of growth. And you, you – like let's use us as an example, sitting here talking on our U-Butte podcast – the number one health and fitness podcast in the world. Just ask us. According to us. According to us, expert opinions. But the thing is, this podcast wouldn't exist if not for the mistakes you and I have made individually over the years. Mm. In terms of mistakes we constantly made to get us to the stage where we were so overweight and obese. Mm -hmm. And then in terms of the mistakes that we've made, you know, um, running our gym. Setting up our, our business here at home. Like we fucked everything up. But we got better from it. I think I think when it comes to the word failure, we're often too quick to place it on ourselves and to place it on situations. Uh, very well said. So that that really is why we started saying, Matt and I started saying mistakes aren't failure, quitting is failure. Yeah. Because it was we would see it too often where people would make a mistake and they were so quick to put the label of failure onto it mm. or I failed. Um, then the mentality of failure then comes into it and it would just be like this bad cycle that was so hard to help clients and 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 people that we um, were trying to help out of it. So that's why that saying sort of came on yeah. and that's why we kept using it with people to, to try to change that instant habit that we have to to label mistakes as failure. And the thing is as well, how often do you see someone that will make a mistake, will get something wrong or will go through a struggle of some kind, but then their reaction and the choices they make based off of that actually multiply the problem? Well, that's right. So often you'll make a mistake, something will happen, and you're right, Matt, it's, it's your reaction to it, which is then helped by the fact that you've just immediately labelled that as a failure or that you've failed. So then your reaction to it is going to be based upon that idea. Yep. So if you're labelling it as a failure, then every reaction and every every decision you make from that point is based around your opinion that you've failed. Yep, and it influences the choices you make. And the yes. thing is, it really is as simple as this. Like, you can't avoid making mistakes. No. What you are in control of is your reaction to them, 
what you take from them, what you learn from them, and how you move forward from them. Yes. And it really does it does frustrate me now, and I do have to put myself back in my old shoes not to lose my mind when this happens. But when someone makes a mistake or gets something wrong, when they are so quick to then just write everything else off around it. Yes. Like it is so frustrating because when you when you move past that mindset and you look back at it, like for me, when I think about what I used to do in terms of like I'd use those sort of mistakes and what I viewed as failures as reasons to eat shit food, to go and smash the alcohol, etc. It's kind of childish. Mm. It's kind of petulant and it's kind of entitled. It is. Like what, what makes you so special that you think you can do this without making mistakes? Yeah. Like what the fuck? I always used to use the analogy with clients that it's like you're a toddler sitting in the cot and one thing went wrong so you just threw all of the toys out of the cot mm. and just said, had a big tantrum because one thing went wrong. And that's what we do as adults, <laughs> like when, when we make a mistake often or, or something doesn't go our way. So it, it's, that's really in the development of what, why we started saying that. Well, here's the thing, right? If you get a flat tyre on your car, are you going to slash the other three? No. So, so the thing, the biggest thing that I think with this saying and the whole premise behind this episode, so going now into it more, which would be that when we always used to say that, the difference is in the wording. And I think we want to be really clear about the wording we use with this. So... The, the, the saying that we would always say is mistakes aren't failure, quitting is failure or something to the alike, right? What we never said was if you quit, you personally are a failure, you've failed, you're done. So there's a very big difference. And the reason I bring this up because we had an example of a client came to back to us about a year ago, was it? Less. Less than a year ago. and Six, six and a bit months. This client months. had worked with us previously. Yes. Uh, we, we will not mention names for privacy issues. And, and it's also unnecessary to the story. Yep. So this client had worked with us previously, mm. got fantastic results, decided to do that by themselves. Awesome. P.S. We know you're listening right now. We love you. <laughs> the the thing I think as well that's also a misconception is that we want people to, you know, good trainers want people to work with them forever, which is wrong. So this client worked with us, got fantastic results. One of my um, one of my first ever clients when I first came to PT. Yeah. Way back when. Learned like just a wealth of knowledge as a result of her working with with Matt for so long. When I did it by herself. Then contacted Matt just under a year ago wanting to get some help, mm. right? And I remember speaking to Matt about it after he had had a chat with this client and I one thing really stood out to me, which was Matt said to me that this client was worried about contacting him, had been thinking about it for a long time, but worried about contacting him because this client was afraid that Matt would think of them as a failure because they quit and wouldn't want to work with them anymore. Mm. And that stuck with me because I was 
I couldn't understand where that mentality would come from. Yeah. Until I really thought about it more and more and more and realised that it's probably half our fault here because we use this line thinking that we're helping clients but then somehow I think along the line some people have found it not so helpful if they have, I guess, quote-unquote quit and then they're seeing themselves as a failure and they're thinking that we're seeing them as a failure. So the, um, the sort of the line was really developed, as I said, in the first place to try to help people have an immediate impact of get out of that habit of immediately labelling mistakes as failure. Mm. What we've never done and what it is never right to do at all is to label somebody who has quote-unquote quit but... A, a, like them personally a failure because they're not personally a failure. I think I think it's worth just keeping two sort of set categories here. Just because you have failed at an attempt slash quit on something doesn't mean you are a failure because that then implies you can't come back from it. Yes. Which is the whole crux of this discussion is, of course, you can fucking come back from it because guess what? I've quit before. Yes. I've failed before. Courtney has failed before. Yep. What does that mean? We're fucked? We're, yeah. we're failures? No. I think we've, we've got into this habit now of going too far the other way where failure has become this really dirty word. Well, it's, it's, it, put it this way, it's worth having a discussion now, which is what we're having about it. So <clears throat> the question then is, based on this example, is failure permanent? No. No, it's not. No, and Why? I think that that is the biggest thing. Well, it, it, question for you, Courtney. Your interpretation, because I think you and I might have two different interpretations of this and it's going to be a good thing to talk about. Failure is not permanent. What is it? How do you, can you come back from it? Yeah, you can come back from it. What, how do you view quitting and failure? I view quitting and failure as going out and trying to do something on your own. I don't view as quitting. Definitely not. I agree. I think that that's just a natural part of being human. Then within that, you're going to have times where you make mistakes, things like that. Quitting would be that tantrum, that 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 toddler tantrum that us as adults are often prone to having sometimes mm. and deciding to just literally stop doing everything that you've been working towards. Stop doing it all together. Mm. And that that to me would be quitting that particular part of your life. But failure, you know, have you failed at it? Well, you quit at it. So technically you did fail. Yeah, the thing is, to me. Yeah, well, I, I agree with that. And I completely agree with your, your definition of that. And I will just expand on that by saying, is it actually a failure? if you've learned something from it? Well, I guess no, but that would then become the aftermath of it. So so you're talking about somebody tries something, they quit, it failed. What If you're saying then that if you learn from it, then it's technically not failure. So I would agree with that. But I think that that sort of comes in the afternoon. Well, what I'm saying, though, is that if you've learned from it, if you – let's and 
we can use a number of people that we've worked with over the years as examples because full transparency, like I know with me, my career, I've worked with a shit ton of human beings, but the success rate, the actual success rate is low. Mm. It's higher than the the industry standard. But in terms of like, can I say, oh, well, 100% of people I've worked with get a kick-ass result? No. Mm. Fuck no. That implies this is easy. Of course it's not easy. But if you have an attempt, losing weight, turning things around, improving your health, whatever your goals are, and you quit, that's fine if you can learn something that makes you better from it moving forward. Yeah. To me, the real failure, and where I think you could almost say, mate, you have failed hard at this, is, is if you don't learn from it. Yeah. I think that's the biggest distinction to make, and I think we could sit here and, and harp on about what is failure, what is quitting, mm. what is mistakes, what is this, what is that. I think the main point here that you've just said, Matt, is the best one, which is there's there's really only a couple of key factors here. A, quitting, like mistakes aren't failure, so don't get in the habit of labelling them straight away as being failure. It Call it for what it is, it's a mistake. And move on. Well, it's not, it's not just a mistake, though. It can be a learning opportunity. Question, though, yeah. question for you. Like, you think about the name of our season one. What was the name of season one? Success Leaves Clues. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it also leaves clues. Mistakes. Yeah. Failure also leaves clues. Yeah, it does. How, how many people are guilty... I know you've been there, Courtney, trying a gazillion different things. Mm. Making the same mistakes every fucking time, Mm. hoping for a different result. I would take issue with that. Yeah. If if that's happening to me, because I do think failure leaves clues. Yeah. If you are willing and mature enough to look for them. Yeah. Because it's the same way that, you know, there's certain things that, people that have success with this have in common, it's the same thing at the other end of the scale. Yeah. People that constantly will quit or constantly make the same mistakes and have these failures, there's patterns that form there, Mm. aren't there? Yeah, there's definitely, definitely patterns. So to me, if you are the sort of person who is making the same mistakes or you are constantly quitting and restarting, you've got to have a look in the mirror and ask the question, what's going, what's going wrong here? Yeah. What am I doing wrong here? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. But then I think the distinction is made that just because you quit and you realised that it was the wrong thing to do, you've learnt from it, mm. That doesn't make you as a person a failure. No, of course not, because you can take that experience and get better from it. Yes. I know, and I, this is purely a personal thing here, the only reason I'm any good at anything I do is because of the times I fucked it up. Yeah. I haven't. I personally, Matt hasn't got better because Matt's a fucking genius who knows all this shit. No, I've got better because I've screwed it all up. But I don't, 
I don't use that those those individual isolated mistakes as excuses to chuck the whole thing out. Mm. I mean, make no mistake. I don't like fucking things up as much as the next person. It's annoying. I just accept that's how I am. And I think a lot of people are more like that than they realize. And can I get, can, you, can you do me a favor, Courtney? This, the um, the framed picture behind me on the wall. Read that out. Forget the mistake. Remember the lesson. We have that framed and mounted here in our office slash recording studio. Yes. For a reason. Forget the mistake. Remember the lesson. That's where that's where what you may view as failure and where you call yourself a failure could actually be a catalyst for tremendous change. Mm. And that's one thing I've noticed with the client that Courtney has been talking about that prompted this entire episode, the things that she has learned mm. about herself, about the process, about, about you know where you can get tripped up doing this and how hard this actually is, those, that self-awareness wasn't there the last time we worked together, but it's there now. Mm. So what I'm seeing is tremendous growth. Yeah. As a result, because when there's when there's a lack of awareness, like how do you know what you what you're going to be improving? Yeah, well, that's right. So to me, this individual, there's not failure here. There's actually improvement. Yes. But the improvement had to come, as it always does, through trying times. Yeah. And that's really what going out on your own. Let's just use this example. Mm. And trying it, deciding, you know, not following through with it. At the end of the day, that's just another mistake. So wanting to still improve and wanting to still better yourself, that that means that what you went through is just a mistake. And you're right, Matt, you learn from it. Really quitting, really quitting mm. is just, again, it's, it's having that tantrum saying, this is shit, everything's shit, well, everything's too hard, I'm not doing anything. I do think the the real quitting and the real failure is in just giving up. Giving up and not deciding to learn from anything. Bingo. For me, as this is now Coach Matt speaking, I can't respect anything and anyone more than someone who makes mistakes but then chooses to learn and improve from them. Yeah. That there, maximum respect, and I'll tip my cap to someone like that, Every single time. Because that there, that attitude to me is the attitude of someone who's going to go places mm. and is going to improve and get better for it. Mm. And the thing is, I go at the at the other end of it, like if, if you're the sort of person who just folds up like a deck chair when things get hard or you make a mistake, like you're not ready. You're not ready. Because mm. anyone can, can kill this process when things are going easy. But he's the, the reality of it is that that's not how this fucking works. Mm. Changing yourself and improving yourself is going to be either the hardest thing you've ever done in your life or pretty damn close to it. Yes. It's, it's up there, mate. Mm. For me personally, it's the hardest thing I've ever done. Of course it's not going to be easy. So I am a, we, officially want to say, if you quit, you're not a failure. The attempt was a failure, but turn it into something positive. Yeah. 
Use it to inform the decisions you make going forward, which I think probably leads into where we're going now with this episode, Courtney. Tips. Yeah. Yep. What tips do we want to give? Because we're pretty good at blithering on. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, okay. So tip one, wanting a goal versus needing a goal. Yeah. Now, this is where I see a lot of people set themselves up for the failure that we speak of. They're chasing the wrong goals. Mm. How often do you have you heard, Courtney, someone will say or type or whatever, I need to do this. Yeah. I need to lose weight. I need to get better in the kitchen. I need to go to the gym. Fucking who cares about that, mate? What do you want? Yeah. The best goals are based around what you want. Yes. And this is something also to remember if you are someone who has tried and and thought that you've you've quit and you want to get back you know, on the horse or get back into it. Mm. This is something to analyse, to learn from your first attempt or your second attempt, which is, did you choose the right goal? Did you you set yourself up to fail from the beginning? Now, we've been guilty of this. Yeah. Um, PTs are really, really good at putting the pressure on themselves to chase goals they think they need to get as a PT. Fuck that, mate. Yeah. Yep. So, so this is something that is a tip that is really important to remember when starting out for the very first time, but also something to learn and analyse if you are someone who has attempted and it hasn't gone to plan. Is it, yeah, is it possible the, the goals you think you're working towards, they're just not strong enough? They're just not the right goals. No, they're not. And the thing is, like there's... We won't get too much into it because we have uh, an episode in the archives about setting the right goals. But there are surface level goals, which is, you know, stuff like, oh, I want to get, get in shape for summer. Oh, well, I wouldn't mind losing five kilos and getting fit. Like, those are surface level goals. Then there's goals like, I really don't like what I see in the mirror. I avoid the mirror. I avoid the camera. The way I feel about myself affects me socially. That's where your goals start. Yeah. So step one here is analyze what have you been working towards in the first place and is it enough to keep you on track when things go wrong? Yeah. And then step two would be what we've already touched on, which is analyze where it all went wrong. Yeah. So as I said before, success leaves clues, so does failure. Yeah. You need to be able to step back, maybe even write things down if you have to. Where did the wheels come off? on this because that informs the things that you the choices you can make and the things you may want to avoid moving forward yeah 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 and then this might maybe the biggest tip the biggest point which is give yourself permission to do it again but better yes and this is why you aren't a failure exactly if you quit because if you then and one of my favorite phrases that i use all the time is a question i ask myself constantly what can i do better yeah. Not enough people ask themselves that bloody question. No. I, I work hard to ask that question of myself every day. What can I do better as a husband for Courtney? What can I do better as a coach to my clients? What can I do better myself in the gym, in the kitchen, with my time management? Can I get better at certain video games? <laughs> you get what I'm saying though? Yes. Where can you improve? And I think the biggest thing also is... Give yourself permission 
to do it again. Yeah. There is no rule anywhere that says because you tried and you sort of um, slipped or you made several mistakes in a row or you just you just sort of pulled the, the, the foot off the pedal a little bit. You know what? What did we just say if you had a crack and you fucked up? Yeah. You had a crack and you fucked up. You know what? That's okay. Welcome to the club. There's no rule anywhere that says that you're not allowed to try again. There's no rule that says one time only. Like, yeah. this is yeah. this is going to be something that could possibly happen again. Give yourself permission you know what? to continue. If, you, if it means that much to you, you've gone through your goals, mm. you've gone through where it went wrong, you understand that this is what you want to do, you've done all of your goal setting the right way, Give yourself permission to keep going and to do it again. Yep. There's no shame in that. Do it again, but better. I'm sick of this shame idea that, oh, well, didn't work once. So, well, who gives a fuck? Yeah, it's, Just it's, it's not try a... try it again. You really hit the nail on the head, Courtney, when you said it's not like a one-time opportunity or you haven't got just one shot at this. And of course, you just, mate, pick the ball back up and run forward again. Just make sure not to pack your baggage with you and yes. take it for the ride. From the last, yes. Yes, and this is what we talk about where it's like this doesn't mean that you personally are a failure. And if you go into the new attempt with that mindset, oh, you, you're, well, you're pushing shit you uphill, may as well not you? even start. Yeah, you're pushing shit uphill. So you give yourself permission to do it again but better, which ties into the next tip. You ask yourself, where can I do things differently? Yes. So this continues you, that, that you, idea of analysing it. If your next attempt is the exact same as the last one that didn't work, like you're asking for it, mate. Yes. You're asking for it. So what can you you do differently? However, that ties in with that. Even though you may have a bit of a list, of here's the things I think I can improve on next time around. Don't try and do it all at once. Just don't do that. No. Yeah? No. Give yourself a break and try to implement one thing at a time. Now. And generally speaking, mm. uh, you might have a different idea on this, Matt, but what I would say is implement, choose the one thing first to implement that is the easiest. Uh, I don't have a different opinion. I agree completely. I use the lowest hanging fruit analogy. Pick the fruit on the fruit tree that you don't need a ladder to reach. It is going to yeah. serve as two, two purposes, right? Mm. It's going to get you rolling faster. Yep and get you feeling good, it's also going to be a really sort of confidence builder again. Yes. So you're picking something where you've pretty much guaranteed that you're going to nail it. And that's what you need to start with. You need to start mentally with that 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 warm and fuzzy feeling, that, that small win where you can say, all right, sweet, I'm getting uh, back there, into there's this. There's a term for that, quick wins. Yes. Get some quick wins on the board because they're confidence builders. So you go with the lowest hanging fruit. However, we do we are um, strong advocates of not trying to change it all at once. We did do an episode on why you shouldn't try and fix everything at once yes. in the archives um, at I'll get it this time the weight loss podcast Perfect. I also think um, in terms of like appropriate tips here, like get help, mate. Yeah, get support. Get some people around you. Mm-hmm. They're gonna help you move forward. Because one thing when it comes to this whole process, I think it is infinitely harder if you think you can do it by yourself with no support. Because all of a sudden you get these feelings of isolation, like I'm the only person that goes through this. Yeah. No, you are not. Yeah. Get help, get support. Whether and it's 
After so you. Go. Oh. Whether it's getting a coach, whether it's talking to close friends or family who you know are the right people to pull you up. And I'm sure you know as much as we do, there's people in your life that are more likely to hold you down. Yeah. The negative Nellies. Especially if you've tried mm. and it hasn't quite worked out and you're and you're resetting your goals and you're resetting sort of for another really sort of big lifestyle change. I think the most important thing when you're looking at help and, and support network is A, is pick the right people. As you said, Matt, don't feel shame and don't let anybody in your circle shame you into, oh, well, you tried it once. Because, again, I, there's no fucking rule that says <laughs> that I? you can't try it again. I, so don't make sure there is no one in your circle that comes at you with anything like that because you should not feel shamed for trying to improve yourself ever. Oh, 100%. Not only do I agree hard with what you just said, I think you just triggered me. Yes. I fucking hate People like that. I, I hate the shame. I detest yeah. them. And unfortunately, we've all got people like that in our lives. Unfortunately, some of us have them as partners. Yes. Which I call dud partner syndrome. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, you filed it at once. Why are you doing it again? Why are you wasting the money? Eat a fucking dick. That's the reaction I get with people that do not support those that want to improve and want to change. Yeah. You know what, mate? Go fuck yourself. Mm. This is fucking hard. It is made quadruply harder when you've got people around you talking it down. Yes. So you've triggered me. Yes. <coughs> we will do another episode of just on this then, since you're triggered by it, um, which I love. But... It, this is why this is why the tip is get help support from the right people. From the right people. You, and this again ties into an episode we did early on about the right support network. You've got to be really, um, I suppose, judicious is a good word to use here in your selections and the selection of your support network. If you get it right, like you will soar. If you get it wrong, like you'll be held down. Yeah. And finally, the last tip we're going to give is give yourself a break. Yes. Be realistic with you've gone through this whole process Mm. before. You know where the mistakes are going to be. You've analysed what went wrong last time. You've analysed whether your goals are good enough. You've reset them. You've reset sort of an action plan of what you're going to tackle this time to ensure that that the mistakes that happened last time don't happen again. You've gone through all this effort to to get to where you are. Don't think it's just going to fix itself. Don't think you're not going to make another mistake. You are going to make another mistake. You're probably going to make several. You're probably going to make several in the first week. Give yourself a break. Be realistic. Don't throw the baby out with the bathwater, as they say. Mm. Just breathe, take a breath, calm down. And remember, this isn't supposed to be a short-term fix. That's the idea. If you wanted a short-term fix, you wouldn't be listening to us. You'd be doing the latest diet that yeah. was in the magazine. You'd have decided that we're full of shit and you'd have unsubscribed So, by So give yourself a break. This isn't a short-term fix. It isn't a diet. This is something that you're going to be working on for the rest of your life. And that's okay.
I couldn't agree more. Um, one of my favourite sayings is same, same, but better. Yes. So give yourself a break. You know, there's nothing wrong with asking for more from yourself. Yes. But there is a level where it becomes unrealistic. And that is also where I think having um, a good support network around you ties into it because sometimes you need someone there to tell you, you know what, you might be expecting a bit too much of yourself here or maybe you should be expecting more from yourself. Yeah. yeah. But one of my favourite sayings is same, same, but better, where I'm going to you know, pick the ball back up and move forward, but I'm going to do it a bit better. Now, if, if you're improving by that 1% every time, that adds up. Yeah, it does. I've seen it add up a lot. With people, yep. Yeah. Any other, any other tips you've? No, I think that that's probably where we can leave that. Do we give ourselves a uh... round of applause? Because mate, Perfect. mate, we killed that. Yes. <laughs> I reckon we we bring this one to to an end. Yes. I reckon we bring this one to an end by saying, "Hey, come hang out with us." Yes. The weight loss podcast has an official. The Weight Loss Podcast Facebook group. Yes, it does. You can now click the link to come to our group in the episode description in your podcast app. Yes. So come hang out with Courtney and I and uh, a bunch of other fans of the show, like-minded people. Because mm-hmm. honestly, we are awesome. Yes. If you like what we do, if you enjoy the podcast and have got a lot out of it, and you want to support the show and keep the show ad-free because we aren't interested in running ads because we listen to plenty of podcasts ourselves and fucking ads, mate. Yes. You want to keep us ad-free, you're welcome to buy us a coffee. Go to buymeacoffee.com slash weight loss. You can also click that in the uh, episode description in your podcast app. Mm-hmm. And if you're looking for any notes on uh, this episode, you can go to the website, which is where, Courtney? theweightlosspodcast.com and with that I reckon that's a wrap that is a wrap hope that you're able to learn something from this hope you're able to get something from it if you have any questions or feedback from us please make sure that you're emailing us or you can send us a message straight through that Facebook group the Facebook group is where it's all happening these days so we're going to wrap this up hope you got a lot of this if not blame Courtney and we will speak to you soon see ya Are you ready to share your success? Head over to our website for full access to our show notes, resources based on today's topic, and links to our Facebook group so you can share your story with our hosts and many others out there who are looking to achieve and maintain their health and fitness goals. You can find all that and more exclusively at theweightlosspodcast.com. 